Welcome to the Pad the Stats podcast, your destination for everything fantasy football and where fantasy title hopes come true. And now, your host, James Swanson. Well, what a crazy week it has been in the NFL, and free agency is well underway, as many of you know. Uh, a lot of things taking place, a lot of moving pieces around the league in terms of personnel. Of course, the Antonio Brown move to, to Oakland, and the Le'Veon Bell move to New York. Uh, many other moves, which we will be talking about. Don't don't you worry. We will be covering all of the free agency um, acquisitions, all of the moves around the NFL. We're going to do a podcast on Sunday night and release it on Monday, talking about everything that's going on, everything that happened in free agency, all of the trades, um, just just really everything to consider uh, heading into next next football season for your fantasy football team, you know, what to expect from some of these moves, how some of these guys are going to fit into their new offenses. So we will get to that. But on today's show, it is time for our third edition of wide receiver game room game uh, film room. Um, so I have two more guys today that I want to talk about. And, and starting with somebody who I believe is kind of an enigma among the rookie wide receiver, somebody who I think could be very high on some people's boards, some could be, you know, a little bit lower on boards. You know, I, I'll i be honest, I think the jury's kind of still out on this guy, and that's Akeem Butler out of Iowa State. 6'5", almost 6'5 and a half, two, almost 230 pounds, 10 and 3 fourths inch hands, 35-inch arms, 4'4'8 in the 40, bench press, 18 reps, vertical, 36 inches. Wow. Uh, you know, all of those things, this this has been a crazy class in terms of just size uh, and measurables amongst the wide receivers. And this guy really encapsulates it perfectly. He's right up there um, when we talk about DK Metcalf. This is another guy who is a physical specimen. Now, when we talk about his game film, when we break down, when we look at it, you know, I went through, watched a lot of his tape from 2018. There was some good. There was some bad. I'll get through all of that. The second receiver I want to talk about today, Debo Samuel out of South Carolina, a completely different different wide receiver. I'll talk about him as well. But let's start right there with Hakeem Butler, and I'm going to start with some of the pros. Now, this is a guy who, for how big he is, I thought he showed an exceptional burst off the line of scrimmage. I think he's actually got really good feet and good um, you know, good acceleration for a big guy with a lot of moving body parts that have to, has to get going. But he's he shows a he shows a very good um, ability to accelerate quickly into his route to get into his route tree quickly. I thought he broke down very well at the top of his route. Ran an excellent, uh, you know, crisp comeback route for a big guy. I actually thought he ran, you know, some of the best comeback routes um, among everybody, and that's. You know, that's really saying something for somebody who's six five and a half. I thought he was, you know, doing an excellent job breaking down at the top of his route, coming back to the football. He has extremely fluid hips for a big guy. I thought, you know, his body control down the field, sideline throws, I thought his hips, the way he could get around to the football, um, you know, locate the football on the sideline and then and then catch the ball just just effortlessly on, you know, back sho- back shoulder throws. Um, you know, getting his head around extremely quickly, flipping those hips and, and making plays on the sidelines, you know, making DBs look silly, really, I thought was extremely impressive uh, for Hakeem Butler. For a guy that size, I was blown away. I thought that was his best trait was his ability to 
make those sideline catches, you know, routinely. I don't I didn't see one situation where he didn't win a 50-50 ball or or really any ball down the sideline, you know, 20, 30, 40 yards down the field. Um, you know, I thought he did that better than than Kelvin Harmon. I talked a lot about Kevin Harmon and having ex- his exceptional body control on some of those same throws. I thought that Hakeem Butler did that even better. I was very impressed with a guy that big, you know, showing some of those traits. And then the corners have to respect his speed. I mentioned it. He his acceleration for a guy that size is is impressive. You know, he can really sneak up on corners and he can run by corners. So I think deep DBs are going to have to really, you know, respect his speed. Uh, especially when playing tight man coverage. I think that he gets off the line well. I think he uses his hands pretty well. And he can really, within three to four yards, you know, he can run right by a corner. And I, you know, typically for guys that big, you know, we're not saying that. Calvin Harmon was a guy who's, you know, 6'3". He's not going to do that. You know, there are other guys, you know, obviously DK Metcalf is very... uh, you know, is a very, very good athlete as well, and he can do some of those same things. Uh, but that's, again, what makes this class so unique. And I think that Hakeem Butler is right in that conversation of somebody who, given his size, can still run by corners, you know, three, four, five yards. You know, I mean, really, he, he is he is very impressive uh, in, in that area. And I, I thought that he showed, uh, you know, some abilities from, that a smaller guy would show, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Um, I thought he made contested catches very comfortably on throws down the field. Um, he seemed to win a lot of 50-50 balls going up over top of, of smaller defensive backs, which, let's face it, a lot of defensive backs are going to be smaller than him. Now, in the NFL, it's, it's not going to be the same as playing against Big 12 defenses, um, but I thought he did a very nice job on contested balls. The one thing that I was also very impressed with was... I was surprised that you know he's not afraid to mix it up he doesn't go down easily he's actually he's very hard to tackle a lot of his plays I wasn't expecting to see a lot of after the catch ability uh, but I thought he showed some run after the catch ability and I thought that you know every time he caught the football turned up field the first guy he made the first guy miss a lot of times just just running through tackles and um, that that was another thing that you know I, I saw that of out again going back to Kelvin Harmon. Um, we saw that out of Nikhil Harry as well, the run after the catch ability. So I've been impressed with a lot of these guys in just their willingness to, you know, shed tackles to to be a ball carrier after the catch. And Hakeem Butler's no different. Even, you know, his his body type is a little bit different than those guys. You know, he wouldn't strike me as, um, you know, the guy who's going to kind of mix it up, right? And really fight through tackles, but that's exactly what he did. I was very impressed. Now, some of the things that I didn't like from Hakeem Butler's game, there were really only a few things, but they were big things. You know, the the biggest problem that I have with Hakeem Butler is I thought he showed a lot of concentration issues on intermediate routes, outcutting routes, you know, 10, 12 yards down the field, um, you know, in and out cutting routes. I thought that he had a lot of issues with those you know, those easy pitch and catch throws, right? I thought, you know, he's going to have some drops. And I don't even think when when he catches the ball on, on a lot of those routes, he's not catching the ball very cleanly. So that's something that he's going to have to work on. I, I think that's a big miss in his game right now. So that's a reason why I can't put him up there with 
some of the guys that I mentioned earlier. Harmon, again, one of those guys. Um, I, I'm not put ready to put him up. You know, he doesn't have quite that upside. I don't think of of a um, of a DK Metcalf, and I, I honestly wouldn't put him quite with Nikhil Harry yet either. He's behind all of those guys for me. Um, I think he just leaves plays on the field. I, you know, there is a lot of instances where this is guy. I think he's going to frustrate you at times, and given. All of that, you know, those drop issues, those concentration issues, those missed plays that he's just not going to make. Um, you know, I think he's a perfect comp to A.J. Green. I said this last night to Pat, and I said, I think he's A.J. Green to a T. Like, his body body type is very similar, a little bit taller, a little bit bigger. But overall, they do a lot of the same things. Very good body control, a good athlete. Um, they kind of look the same in terms of body type. And... AJ Green will have lapses in concentration where you're just like, what, what's going on? Like he drops easy passes, and I saw a lot of the same from Hakeem Butler. So, you know, overall, this guy is maybe next on the list next to DK Metcalf in terms of what the, the just the dominance that he can present. You know, down the field, I, I think that he's going to provide a real mismatch on the outside with a lot of corners and and. I mean, when when the ball's up in the air, like for example, if you know if, if this was a guy who was going to play with Aaron Rodgers, I think it would be a, a really really good fit. Um, but but again, there's just some things in his game that I think need to be cleaned up. Again, the concentration issues, the catch, you know, catching the ball cleanly, um, and, and just finishing plays and and not leaving plays on the field. So overall, I, I I'm still impressed with Keen Butler. He's one of my top, you know, five or six wide receivers at this point in the draft. Um, I haven't gone through and ranked everybody yet, you know, from my perspective. Um, I've seen some other rankings of other experts, and, you know, he's right there as well. So, you know, all of the measurables check off. All of the, the, the big playability, I think, checks off. Um, again, just want to see a little bit more in the intermediate game from McKean Butler and just, you know, concentrating making some of those catches because he makes all of those catches down the field. That's the crazy thing is is all of the throws that are deep down the field, back shoulder, um, you know, 50-50 contested catches, he's making those very cleanly. It's almost like he's so much more comfortable in that area than, say, a 10-yard out, right, or a hitch, um, you know, a dig route, things like that. So, so Hakeem Butler from Iowa State, another wide receiver who figures to go uh, you know, within probably day two, I would I would think for Keem Butler, but but he's going to be an asset, and any team that gets him is going to have a real weapon on the outside. And if you're getting ready to draft for you know your rookie draft, again I, I harp on this a lot is we're trying to get you ready as best as we can to you know be successful in your rookie draft and know these guys, know what their tendencies are, know what their pros and cons are, and you know if you're a guy that's that that I think. Um, you're looking for a lot of upside. You're looking for somebody who's going to score touchdowns. I think he will, and he's going to give you some big games. You know those those games where he goes, you know, four for ninety five, five for one ten. I think he can give you that. I think he's got that ability down the field. Um, he'll just need to become a complete receiver at the next level. Now let's talk about the next guy, and this is one of. I, when I put on his tape, Debo Samuel out of South Carolina, that is, when I put on his tape, I am I'm I'm kind of mesmerized for like a smaller guy, you know, 
he is the type of player, and I haven't seen this yet out of really anybody that I've I've scouted. Right, we we've we've talked a lot about bigger receivers and guys who can, you know, change the game with one play. Debo Samuel is the kind of guy that you just want to get the. I I literally just wrote just get the ball in his hands. This is a he's a good athlete. Okay, five eleven and a half, two almost two hundred fifteen pounds. So he's a thicker guy too. I think. You know, 10-inch hands, 31-inch arms, um, 4 4 8 40, 39-inch vertical, all good stuff, right? I mean, he's not going to be an exceptional athlete by any means, and I think there are some things that are going to get exposed in terms of, you know, his route running, um, you know, early in the route. I, I think that, you know, for a guy his size, um, he, he he I wouldn't call him extremely explosive, I think he's a good athlete, but at the same time, when he has the ball in his hands, he's one of those guys that he's a ball magnet, okay? He's going to find a way to make a play. He's always going to find a way to make a play, and when the ball's in his hands, you know, good things tend to happen for Debo Samuel, so that's why he's one of the most interesting prospects to me. I thought he showed above-average quickness, really good feet. Again, he's a playmaker. He's going to be utilized in the return game somehow. At least I think he should be. This is a guy who... When he is, I think one of his biggest impacts right away, you know, again, for your rookie draft purposes, when you're when you're preparing to take this guy, I think early on you're going to get somebody who is going to be utilized a little bit more in the return game and eventually worked into the offense. Not like some of these outside guys who are plug and play and they need to be on the field, you know, in offensive sets, you know, in the X, Y positions. I think Debo Samuel is going to be somebody who works his way into the offense and into the passing game, but right off the bat, I think he's going to be somebody utilized extremely well in the return game. Again, just a ball magnet. I mean, this guy just makes plays. One-handed catches, you know, run after the catch. Um, They use him in a a little bit of a wildcat at South Carolina. They use him in the bubble screen game. So any way that they can get the football in his hands is usually a good sign, uh, at least what I saw from the South Carolina tape from 2018. You know, I he can play with speed and quickness, like I mentioned, with, with athleticism, which is his game. But he's also, you know, he can play physically too. He can run you over a little bit. He, he will lower his shoulder. He's not afraid to mix it up, which I've been impressed with a lot of these guys is their physicality, um, their willingness in the run game, their willingness to block down the field in the run game and not give up on plays. I thought that, that Debo Samuel was, was no different. In that category, I thought he did a very good job uh, of just playing physical, playing hard, um, you know, playing playing really a complete game uh, from what I saw both in the run and the pass game. So those are the biggest notes I had on. I didn't have a ton on Debo Samuel because, you know, I, I there were a lot of, of things more to nitpick, I think, with some of these bigger guys. With Debo Samuel, I think you're going to get what you see on tape. I think you're just going to get a good athlete who you have to get the ball in his hands. And and really just get him involved because I think good things happen when the football's in his hands. I don't think he has quite, excuse me, the upside of some of these other guys. Of course, DK Metcalf, Nikhil Harry, um, you know, Hakeem Butler, who I just talked about. I don't think he's going to take over games quite like that. I think you're going to get more somebody that, you know, if you get him in, in, in say, um, you know the th- the third round, second third round of your of your rookie draft. I still think he's going to be somebody who 
you know, is a, is a pretty is going to have a pretty good career. I really do. I think he's going to have a good career. I don't think he's going to be a game changer. I think he's going to be more of a wide receiver, you know, a, a wide receiver two ceiling in the NFL. Um, in terms of, of fantasy, I'm saying a wide receiver two. In terms of uh, you know, uh, dynasty and and redraft, whatever your whatever your kind of format is. Um, maybe more of a wide receiver three even. But I think he's going to be a good contributor. I think he's going to give you what you want eventually. Again, I just think his career path is starting in the return game more so and then working his way full-time into an offense. But but impressed with both these guys, Hakeem Butler and Debo Samuel. Um, next time on the podcast, we are going to talk about more wide receivers. I have one more podcast where I want to talk about wide receivers. We'll get to that next time on Pad the Stats. But... Enjoy this podcast today, everybody. Enjoy your St. Patrick's Day weekend. We'll talk to you next time. For James, my, my name is James Swanson. And this is, again, this Pad the Stats. You can follow us on, on Twitter, on Facebook, Instagram. Um, you can listen to the podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, TuneIn Radio. And we'll talk to you next time. Have a good one. Bye-bye.